This is I Rock with Rockstars, hosted by Ryan from I Rock 93.5. The uh, new songs rock, man. Thanks. Like, seriously, like, lack of respect. So, didn't know what to expect when I brought it up, but I'm just like, this song rips. Oh, nice. Very good. <laughs> yeah, no, very, very cool. Uh, I mean, get started with just, I mean, you know, how the four of you guys got together. How, you know, where did you find everybody to put Flat Black, Black together? Well, um, I started by putting the word out. The best thing you can do is en enlist the help of your friends, you know. So I got on the phone and called just about everybody that I know in the business and told them, this is what I'm planning on doing, and I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> so keep your, you know, keep, keep that on your radar. And after that, I went, just went right to social media. That's the great thing about Instagram and stuff and YouTube is that if you get a name, you can pretty much find out what the guy looks like, how he plays, can he sing, what bands was he in. I mean, you can figure the whole thing out. You can see live footage. What does he look like playing live? <clears throat> um, it, it's great. So you could, I could really sort of sor source out the guys. But the truth is, ironically, my drummer came through a, another producer. Uh, not from the internet. So okay. I was in Vegas. <clears throat> this producer friend of mine who lives in Vegas was doing a session for some other band or some other artist. And he said, there's a drummer down here on this session I'm producing today. You should really come down and meet him. And so that's where that, so I said, fine, I'll be right over. Because I, you know, you have to get proactive with it. I, I was flying around the country trying to find a drummer to start. And uh, met a lot of great guys. But um, Rob, who was at the session, um, you, you couldn't really come after the guy. You know, like he's, he is two parts bionic. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, and he was playing in a punk, a punk band, which means he's comfortable playing stuff like, you know, like Pass, yeah. super high energy. I went to see him in the punk band. I just couldn't believe he could keep up that like, stamina for two hours. Like it was crazy. So I so and, and he is the nicest human being on the face of the earth and sober and all this great stuff. So I was like, okay, you're the guy. And then the two of us started building it together, really. And uh, you know, it, looking for the singer was probably one of the more frustrating um, parts of this whole process because we had we had all kinds of music written and, tra and demos and tracks and stuff, and that that part is easy. But to try to find somebody to complete the songs, or at least deliver the songs in a, a potent kind of way, is uh, you know it's very tricky. And then you know they have to have some stage experience, preferably, and scream and sing and not be a nightmare on tour and the whole you know lead singer thing. Right. You know. Yeah. You are the group. Yeah, I really. Yeah. I mean, but we. I mean, it took a long time. We went through a lot of guys you know, trying to figure it out, and should we commit to this guy? We'll know when it feels right. And that's when we found uh, Rex. His name's Wes, but we call him Rex with a W, W-R-E-X, as in, like, I'll wreck you. Okay. Yeah, because he's vicious. So, when you're looking for that lead singer, because the first two songs, like Respect, Halo, mm -hmm. did you write the lyrics for those songs? Some of them. Okay. Some of them. Uh, there was a... Before Rex was around, I was writing songs with friends, um, notably Keith Wallen from uh, Breaking Benjamin. Okay. So Keith and I have been friends for a very long time. Of course, we toured together with 
his band and my old band. And, and uh, he's a, an amazing sort of hidden talent. He did recently get signed to Rise Records, and he will be making his own. He's on his second record now, uh, and first record for Rise. But regardless, Keith is my friend, super talented guy. And I said, look, I'm, I'm putting this thing together. I don't have anyone else yet. Will you write with me? Just so I can keep moving, you know? So I think Halo, for the most part, is Keith and I. And Lack of Respect was partially Keith, partially Wes, Rex, myself, and another fellow named Sahaj Tikitin, who is an amazing writer, a friend of mine. Very cool. From a band called Raw. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and the reason I ask that is because, you know, when you're, when you're building all this stuff for a couple of years before yeah. you find all your guys... You know what you want it to sound like. Yeah. You know what you want that lead singer to sound like because you're like, I'm, I'm writing, you know, they're, they're heavy, hard-hitting lyrics. Like, you got to be able to deliver them the way I'm hearing them in my head. Pretty much. And, and that is probably why this took three years because I, I, don't, I didn't want to settle. <clears throat> I had a very specific idea. I wanted something that was sort of like um, vocal-oriented, hard metal rock. And when I say vocal, I mean like singing-oriented. There's lots of harmonies and lots of melodic sections on the record. <clears throat> I just want, I'm trying to find, like, what is everyone else doing and go the opposite direction? <laughs> like, that's always, that's been a big thing. I don't chase trends. I create trends. I'm never going to hop on, you know, whatever the current band is and whatever they're doing. Cool, I'm going that way. Yep. Um, it's just part of who I am, and I don't like to blend in. I don't like to copy people or sound current. I don't give a shit about any of that. I just want to do what it's always worked out for me. Yeah. Right? So, I, I, you know, people give me a hard time. Like, that's not what's happening right now. Perfect. Right. Because if it works, you're standing over here all by yourself. And that's just, you know, and everything we're playing and what bands are putting out, I mean, I like it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's times that, you know, I get stuff I'm like, wait a minute, is this this guy or is this this it, it it can start to blur together. The, we're at that phase where all this progressive um, modern metal, it's all sort of getting into the blender and being homogenized into this one sort of sound. It's ethereal and big moments of verses where nobody's playing but the computer. And I fucking hate that. They'll <laughs> yes. never see me standing on stage waiting for the computer to finish the verse. Sometimes you got to reboot Windows, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be like, do, do, da, da, yeah. nothing's happened. Which, yeah. who's playing that? I know. No, it, it's, it is a problem with uh, myself as well. I won't name names, but there are bands that I've seen that yeah. are just like, holy hell, right. I, I could be doing this. But I, pull, right I'm, I pull in three amps, so I'm playing loud as fuck on stage. I want to make a statement. Like, right. here's a real band where all Ampegs and Marshalls and fucking go. Yeah. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> so, I mean, the couple tracks are out. You talked about the album. Album's coming, or I guess you have a general... I've been threatened with March. Okay. <laughs> threatened with... I say threatened because we're also... This album was done in January. So we finished the album January. 16 masters. 16 finished masters. And then we went shopping for a record deal. We got signed right away. Um... Which was a good indication mm -hmm. and very relieving too, because I didn't want to do it on my own. I wanted to have a muscular team behind it. There's too much music, too many bands. You don't have the if it's not set up properly with the right machine, 
a lot of good records can get lost in the shuffle. I've seen it happen a million times. And I've also seen how it can be if you do have the right machine from the last situation. So I was kind of like, I, I need to sort of feel like I have that in place. And then you stand a real chance. You know, you just start tossing stuff up on Spotify. Good luck. You lost in the shuffle. Too bad. Yeah. You weren't patient. It's all about being patient. It is. And, you know, you were patient once before. Worked yourself up to that top. Yeah. Now, how fun is it to take your own new project and be like, now I'm opening again? You know, oh, I, just to be in this venue eating lunch is a fucking pinch me <laughs> moment. You know? Like, I honestly didn't know. I mean, the you know, the more years that go by, the more luck I've had. Because I've been in a lot of really cool, rare bands and projects and done stuff. And so, you know, I was telling my wife, how many more times do you think I can get lucky spinning the wheel, man? You know? <laughs> and she's like, you've got to try one more time. I mean, that whole experience had to meet, be for some reason. And it all put me right here. You might call it luck. I call it talent. Well, thanks. I mean, it's, it's, it's three parts. It's hard work. Get up and work on it every day. There's a little luck and talent. It's a blend. It is. It's like a three-cheese blend. <laughs> Those are the best pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Off of music for a second. Um, you're on this tour. You're doing your thing. What are you doing to not do music? Like, what's your escape? <clears throat> well, honestly, um, this is the first time sort of like on a business level, I'm running this business, right? So Flat Black is, you know, I'm the captain of the ship, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have our own roles, but for the most part, I'm handling now all of the business part of it too which i really love yeah right it's from you know looking at the merch store t-shirt designs ad mat designs posts that have to be approved all kinds of stuff right text buses staging way more than people realize yeah but i love it that's cool i mean yeah so that keeps you busy so that's that's your yeah, I, get, I created something that requires my attention 24-7. It's actually going to be hard now to, well, there's so much I could tell you. But because this record's been done for so long, we're actually working, well, we're starting to work on the second record already. Oh, wow. Matter of fact, there was so much leftover material that there is easily a second, if not third, record that could be assembled wow. right now. <laughs> easily. We were listening to it yesterday in the hotel room. And we're like, oh, remember this one? Oh, my God, this one. What of all? Oh. And then I was like, he's like, what about the song that went da 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 And I'd be like, fuck, what was that called? I'm looking through the folder. I'm like, oh, I found it. There's so many. Just layers of folders and just yeah. everything. Yeah, well, yeah. because when I get into that creative headspace, the only law, the only rule is you're not allowed to say no. Everything gets tried. There's no no. No stops everything. Yes is courage. Yes is let's try. Yes is keep things moving. No stops everything. So my only, you know, strict policy is that we try everything because you just don't know. And then you save it, and then you come back six right. months, a year later, and maybe at that point you go, eh, I don't know what I was thinking there. Or right. You go, oh, right. But had, yeah, had, had, had you vetoed it. Well, here's the other thing, too, is that. You might have an okay section that I'm trying to get everyone excited about and they're just not feeling it, but if we play around with it for a couple of days, you might arrive at another section because you were working on this section that led you to this section. That section would never exist if you hadn't 
force everyone to fuck around with this section. Sure. It happens a lot. There's just no, you're not allowed to say no. No is not allowed. That's against policy. I mean, it's all part of the process, (laughs) right? right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Cool. Um, All right. I do want to, I do want to ask one thing as I did my my rambling. uh, I'm rambling. No, you're good. Um, my research basically involves, you know, hey, go to Wikipedia. Okay, I learned stuff. Great, nice. You know, that's that's my yeah. level of research. I already know what questions you're going to ask now. Go ahead. Yep, you do. Um, so are you a motorcycle guy then? My wife, <clears throat> I had five motorcycles at one point. My wife made me sell all of them. <laughs> and the only reason why is not because she's an awful wife. It's because people, we follow some neighborhood community um, Facebook group or something. I don't. She follows it. <clears throat> and she would show me, like, another one got killed today just outside our community. Another one got killed last mm-hmm. night at the crossing of the... And I'm like, okay, all right, fine. And she's yeah. like, you're not the most... At- like, your attention span isn't built for motorcycles. Because <laughs> I'll be at a red light going, oh, dude, what is it? A fire <laughs> You know? And the reason I asked is because I saw the Count Customs thing. And yeah, I'm well, a big fan of that show. I loved watching that. I just, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that I love seeing the old be reborn like that. Like that yeah. always. Was oh so yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I mean, like know? taking something and refurbing it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why? The way they take those old cars and just just bring them back to life. You know, I mean, hell, same with the music. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you do something a year ago, you bring it back to life. The year, and you're, that's the same thing. And I just love that with the cars. And so when I saw that you had that that run, well, that I, part of it that was cool. I still have a. Um, a vacancy in my heart for a two-wheeled motorized vehicle. <laughs> if you can. I'm see, trying to see if I can get her to let me get back into maybe a, an enduro so I can just boogie into the desert. There you go. But then I'm not allowed to do that unless I have a satellite phone and all this shit, so. It's always something. Well, I've had people, like, one guy was like, yeah, I love, I had a dirt bag. I popped my thumb one time. I go, what does that mean? Oh, I just I lost my balance, and the way the bike came down, it burst my fucking thumb like a grape. I'm like, okay, well, I can't have that. Right, you're like, that's kind of a problem That's for not me. an option, <laughs> no, right? You yeah. can burst your fingers into, like, grapes? I don't think, yeah, it's kind of a turn, you know, like, like maybe I should chill. Yeah, for sure, 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 sure. Uh, I mean, how, you know, you talk about that and your fingers being your livelihood. I mean, what got you into playing? Because, I mean, you're one of the, the best that's out there. So, <laughs> you know, whether, I mean, everything that you've done, I mean, you can, you can shred. You know what you're doing. What was that starting point that you picked it up, but then also the point that after you picked it up, you didn't put it back down? Well, um, I was very young when I got turned on to music. I, was, I started playing guitar when I was six years old. And I'm not going to tell you how old I am now, but it's a fucking long time ago. 26. And anyway, 20 years you've been playing. <clears throat> I honestly, um, it was all Kiss. Kiss was yeah. it. Yeah, it, sometime in the late 70s. Somebody turned me on to a handful of whatever records they had. It was like Love Gun or Destroyer Alive, you know, Dressed to Kill, all that shit. And I heard Destroyer and Rock and Roll Over, and I was just like, I was bitten. That's all. And like a million kids were fucking bitten by Kiss back then, you know? But I just thought Ace Freely was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I loved the Les Paul and the outfit and the three pickups and the smoke. And that was just, and I used to open the, the, gatefold to a live too and I just see them with all the fireballs I'll be like I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in KISS and because there's a lot of people that when they were 6 to 16 picked it up 
But then well, you know how it is. That's uh, the thing. Five also, minutes later, they put it down. So I yeah. need to be able to stick with it. You say your attention span is short, but obviously it was long enough to, to, to keep going with that. Well, I found that um, I'm a bit of an OCD. Like when I lock on to something, I don't let go. So I'm that annoying, like um, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm on you like a mite. So once I decided that I was going to be a guitar player, that's it. I had to, I would bug my dad. I need an electric, no, I need an electric guitar. Ace really uses electric guitar. He goes, well, you know, I, teachers thought maybe start you on acoustic. I'm like, all right, buy me the acoustic and then I'll get the fucking electric guitar. I don't care. I'm going there, whether I have this or that, you know, and I just got it all. And I had a drum kit and a bass and everything. And I was like, made my friends come over and jam with me. I was in, like, once I'd lock on Target, there's no, uh, you know, I, I don't stray. And it's probably why we're here. Yeah. I just, I, I, I fight for things. I totally get it. You're dead. I don't want yeah. Paul Simon. I want Ace Freely. Let's go. That's right. and, and then that, now that you made your point, right. you had to do it. Right. Uh, last thing, then I'll let you go, man. Um, so album, you're being told 2024. What can people expect? I mean, they've heard the first two, but what more can they expect from this Okay. One? Good question. Uh, we're dropping another song October 18th. Okay. Um, the, the singles, the proper singles, will start to roll out next year. Um, but on the 18th, we're coming with a, a new song called Justice Will Be Done. And it's another face peeler. So, nice. so I would wear protection. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah. Now, Quad Cities, man, they... they... You know, this is, I know we're technically in Illinois, but it's Iowa. And we've got yeah. Mudvade on one right. side, Slipknot on the other. So, it makes sense. hard and heavy, man. That's, so, that's, no, that's the kind of stuff people will like to hear for Congratulations. sure. Congratulations. I cool, love man. it. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.